Hi, everyone. It's Steve Madden. You're listening to the MM&M Podcast, coming to you live from the floor of the DTC National in Boston, my hometown. Talking to a lot of interesting guests while we're here today because uh, there is a huge appetite to be back in person. There's also a huge appetite to share really interesting stories. And I've got a great, uh, of my guest today has a great story. My guest is Iris Yim. Hi, Iris. Hi, Steve. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Iris is the vice president of the Asian American Advertising Federation. She's also the founder and president of Sparkle Insights Incorporated. Welcome. Thank you. So tell me, what what is the Asian American Advertising Federation? Well, the elevator pitch is um, the organization is the go-to resource of everything about Asian marketing, Asian advertising, and the power of Asian consumers. Um, it provides education, advocacy, and also collaboration of all stakeholders in the space, um, including agency partners, marketers, research, and media partners. And how old of an organization is it? Good question. It's actually um, a little bit more than 20 years old. It was founded in 1999. And what's its primary mission? It's primary mission is to provide education, you know, um, of the segment and also um, advocate for the segment, you know, for, um, meaning um, Asian advertising and basically to um, increase awareness of the um, of the importance of um, Asian consumer um, and also how to effectively to communicate with this audience. And this is a, a particularly relevant topic now. How are things going for the organization? It's been quite busy for us. Still the same small team, but, you know, a lot more work to do. And I say that in a um, positive way because of the discrimination against, you know, Asians and, uh, you know, and the violence, you know, unfortunately, um, there has been an increase of awareness of AAPI hate crimes, Mm -hmm. but then we also... um, the organization has received a lot of inquiries from big corporations that they want to partner with the 3F to help them with diversity hiring, you know, to um, empower their um, Asian employees. So we have um, received a lot of um, those kind of inquiries. And um, so, yeah, so unfortunately, it um, took a major disaster to <laughs> to draw people's attention to um, this issue because, you know, discrimination against Asians you know, is nothing new. And especially since the start of the pandemic, it, before the Atlanta massacre, I mean, it was going on for a little while, but it took a major disaster for, you know, people to pay attention to this. Are there particular facets to the bias against Asians that make communicating health issues more difficult? I would say that, well, simply the fact that, you know, there's um, discrimination and the increase in hate crimes against Asians, you know, just creates a lot of fear about going out seeking care. So that contributes to the um, increase in health disparity because on top of your financial and also, you know, like health, the the negative impact from the COVID, you have to worry about your security. 
that's and that's why the work you're doing is so important. I mean, if something as basic as a trip to the doctor's office becomes a safety issue, the the work you're doing is so important. What can health marketers do? I mean, here we are at a health conference, and this is a a healthcare marketing um, podcast. So, what can healthcare marketers do to better appeal and better work with Asian Americans when it comes to marketing uh, health and wellness products? Well, the first thing is doing research the right way. What do you mean by that? Don't lump everybody into one big group called the Asian American <laughs> because um, there's a great deal of diversity in the group. Uh, there, the census counts anyone with origins. I mean, the Far East, Southeast Asia, and the Indian subcontinent, that's Asian. So that's 19 countries. 20 ethnicities, many languages. Eight times zones, at least. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Um, but, but there are, you know, a few largest groups that, account, for example, Chinese, Indian, Filipino, Korean, Vietnamese, that, that accounts for 80% of the Asian population in the U.S. That being said, those five groups, you know, it's still different languages, very different cultures. So when it comes to uh, consumer insights, when you are conducting research, it's important to have this aggregated data, not just reporting everything based on quote-unquote Asian or Asian-Americans. So when you talk about Asian-Americans, you mean like which Asian-Americans? You know, it's it's, it's the same same question you need to ask about the the quote-unquote Hispanic market. Like which Hispanic market are you talking about? Um, And then, you know, multicultural marketing, you know, there's um, the delicate balance between accurate and authentic portrayal or representation, right, versus stereotyping. (laughs) So, yeah, um, so I would say getting the um, consumer insights, doing the research the right way is the first step, and then just be mindful about um, portrayal Asian consumers, you know, accurately. Are you concerned primarily with consumers, or do you also target uh, HCPs, work, work with HCPs? To be honest with you, I guess I'm, when it comes to research, I'm more a generalist. So, you know, I work um, with clients across you know, um, different um, industries. So, I, but I know that, you know, for healthcare marketing, you not only need to talk to the patients, but also, you know, healthcare providers, right? And also caregivers. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, I think it will be helpful to um, create literature or patient education materials and those materials you know um, should be distributed through HCPs who um, serve this audience you know because there are certain markets um, on the coast as well as metropolitan areas you know that have high concentration of um, Asian Americans are how well represented within medical marketing do you feel that that Asians Asian Americans are are there enough Asian Americans working in medical marketing right now to, to make a difference? I am not sure about that because I'm, I feel that I'm not in the good position to, to speak I about see. that. Okay. Yeah, however, I 
do see that there's a lack of investment, you know, in research and in Asian marketing in general, just across the board, not just healthcare marketing, <laughs> because you know, Asian segment is usually an afterthought. Because when it comes to multicultural marketing, then most clients will first focus on um, Hispanics because it is, you know, uh, the largest segment, and then African American the second <laughs> largest segment, and then if there's a little bit of leftover budget, then, you know, maybe they will think about Asian. So there's opportunity there. Mm, yeah, right, there's a right. lot of opportunity. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about Sparkle Insights. Uh, Sparkle Insights, it's a multicultural uh, market research consultancy. And you're, you're the founder of it? Yes, um, that's and, my research practice. And so, you know, what have been some of the key findings um, that you've come across in the last few years about multicultural marketing? Well, um, interestingly, I just you know recently conducted a multicultural study in partnership with the Filipino Channel, and the data collection um, was done in January, and it covers uh, general market, Hispanic, African American, and also Asian Americans. Very um, substantial sample size. We conducted more than fifteen hundred um, interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, across all segments and we ask questions about people's um, their behavior change during COVID and also their um, attitudes towards you know, um, DEI issues and also their outlook for um, the year 2022. So very interesting findings. Um, I think the key themes from that study is the um, multicultural consumers, meaning Hispanic, African American, and Asians, you know, um, are really the ones that are, you know, driving the um, economic activities, the, the growth, and um, during COVID, and also um, they have um, if positive attitude, just, you know, um, quite optimistic in spite of um, COVID and also remember keep in mind that, you know, the data collection was done in January um, when the stock market was in correction territory. <laughs> and, um, and also, you know, we were facing the pressure of inflation. And then at the time, there were a lot of concerns about um, the spread of um, Omicron. Omicron. So in spite of all this, you know, people, a lot of people, that I would say, you know, majority, they said they have more positive view of people and they also care a great deal about diversity and inclusion issues but not only that but just um, as ESG issues meaning environmental social and governance you know issues in general they said they would um, pay more to purchase organic products they pay more to purchase green products and so, yeah, I um, was very, I guess, surprised that, you know, it's not only DEI issues that they care a great deal about, of course, understandably, but also the overall, you know, um, ESG issues. They're consumers. <laughs> First and foremost, they're consumers, and they act like consumers. So if, uh, if, if medical marketers listening to this would like to get involved with uh, the Asian American Advertising Federation, um, what should they do? How can they reach out to you? Well, they can just, you know, go on to the website, 3AFF.org, and, you know, join our email 
database and also, you know, just send us an email. Um, the Jenny Hong Franzen, she's the executive director and she will get back to you regarding whether it's um, like partnership opportunities. Iris, thank you so much for being on the MMNM podcast. My guest has been Iris Yim, VP of the Asian American Advertising Federation and founder and president of Sparkle Insights. Thank Iris, you so much it's been for great. Having me. Thank mm. you.